hello everyone thank you all for coming back to my channel for tuning back in we are actually in series two which is crazy um there is i've literally received so much love from the first series and um, i really appreciate everyone for tuning in everyone for um making um commenting everyone for participating and i'm really really excited to bring you back for series two and um, we have some amazing women um, on my podcast, mums and who are also entrepreneurs, business owners, um, etc. And today we have a special guest. Today um, we'll be having having a chat about all things motherhood, all things career, all things kids. Just trying to figuring out how we can juggle all the different aspects of our lives as well as remain an individual. And these two women do exactly that. Um, I've really admired them for a long time. I've known these girls for years literally since we're about 11 um we went secondary school together we grew up together we've literally gone through so many different life stages together like i've known these women when they were teenagers when they had their first child or children when they got married um and now starting a business so i thought who better to have on my you know who better to have as my first guest on these series um, as these girls so they are the founders of Raylene Lashes um, which they own their sisters Ebeth and Madeleine and they share a passion for lashes they've actually had this passion for ages and um, they just managed to just take the leap of faith this year and their business has just boomed I don't know if you've seen them all over social media because they've literally gone viral they've been everywhere on social and instagram um they even did a collaboration with another brand which went which was sick they did some great online um competitions um and on top of that they work a nine-to-five job so they work full-time jobs have a business and have children so yeah so this is so i'm just gonna pick their brains just to kind of find out how they manage to do all of this but i would like you to welcome Madeleine and Ebeth. Yeah, so um obviously this is the first time they're on the podcast and this podcast, Mommy Means Business, is just all about showing um mums that are not perfect. So we just want to show that all mums aren't perfect and the ones who show themselves are perfect aren't real. And all we're trying to do is just figure out how to, you know, manage our children, manage our career and remain sane. So that's which is why like it would be great to have you guys just to chat about your journey into becoming business owners but before we get to that let's find out some background information so you know Ebeth how many children do you have and what was your reaction when you found that you're pregnant for the first time and the second time um I've got two boys one of the age of who just turned 12 and one who will be five in two weeks um both of them were shocking pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> my next one shall be planned. <laughs> but my first one was very shocking only because I was so young um, when I had um, Angel, who's my oldest. So I was 15 when I got pregnant and I am now twenty, coming up to 28 years old. Please, so 28. Yeah, so it, that one was really really shocking but with the help of my family and the support of my family um they've both been a great blessing but like when you literally had the pregnancy test on your hand and it said 
that you're pregnant? What what literally what went through your mind? Because because as a fifteen year old, obviously Angel is oh, for those who don't know, Angel is my godson, and he's literally the best boy in the world. Like I'm just so proud of every like him. But let me not gush about him. But yeah, anyways, um, like how how did you even comprehend that you were pregnant, especially at fifteen at such a young age? Um, I didn't even think I was pregnant. I didn't even cross through my mind. I felt like in order for you to even be pregnant, you would have to be much, much older. So I just thought, um, and the way I found that was shocking because I, my friend thought she was pregnant. And so I went with her to the hospital in, in Broadway. And um, she's like, I don't want to pee by myself in a stick to find out if I'm pregnant or not and I was like oh I'll just do it with you then if you're so nervous and then um we gave it to the doctor the doctor come back and she's like he said oh well, congratulations you're not pregnant and then turned around to me and was like but you're pregnant oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so when he said that I thought he was joking um but he wasn't and um and I was just thought okay well I'm pregnant <laughs> but then like seven years later you had Aiden like was that like in terms of starting over and being a mum for for another child especially after not being a mum for so long was that really scary or did you feel more confident um having Aiden because obviously you were a lot older than you were when you had Angel uh, I, I was a bit more confident only because I was older and because I already knew the process because when I got pregnant at such a young age you, you don't fully comprehend what you're getting yourself into or how much of a responsibility it is until you actually go through it. So um, with Aiden, I was more prepared on, on what I was doing, but I was just a shock because I was I was protecting myself, but I still got pregnant. Um, and yeah, Madeline, you have a daughter. Um, so you have a young daughter. How was it when you found out you were pregnant? Obviously, was the circumstance your circumstance was different to Ebeth's um, at that time? But were you shocked? Were you excited? Like, what was the feelings that you felt? Well, when I found out I was pregnant, it was on Christmas. Well, in that in our in our country, we celebrate on the twenty fourth. So I found out on Christmas Day for us that I was pregnant. So. It was just, it, I had the emotion of shockness, of excited, of maybe I, maybe it's, maybe it's wrong, I don't know, but I couldn't believe it, because when I took a pregnancy test, when I took a pregnancy test, it had, um, what was it, it wasn't, um, it had like a line and a faded line, so I thought maybe I'm not which probably made me a bit sad. But then I thought, maybe I am. Then I was excited. Then I was shocked. Then, yeah. So, was, all, all the emotions. All the emotions. But I was really excited because I thought, oh, my gosh, maybe I am, maybe I am. But, and then I started searching on Google, is it true? And they said, once you, once all two lines show, you are. So it was just really exciting because we really wanted a child, like a baby, and then for it to happen, we just couldn't believe it. Like, do you know what? It's weird because when I found out I was pregnant, well, before I found out I was pregnant, I literally had different symptoms. And because I, I wanted, I was like, yeah, I wanted to get, I wanted a baby so badly. So every little symptom I had, I literally Googled it. And I was telling my husband, I was like, look, 
if your toe is, you know, bigger than you're pregnant, or you know, if I'm, I, I can't smell certain foods, and I'm, and I kept telling him, and he was like, relax, like chill. If you are, you you find out. Um, but yeah, it must have been like a nerve nerve wracking time for you. But in terms of you guys' childhood, because obviously both of you are really close in age, and you're, you know, close sisters in general. Did you learn anything from your parents, or you know, how was your upbringing, and did you? pass any of that onto your kids um well we did there's so many things that i think we've learned a lot from our parents that to today we always talk about it how we want our children to be just like the way my dad is so so organized so what would you say military style He's um so I would say there's of values. My, our parents are quite old school, so they have a lot of um the most their values, and yeah, these are the type of things we're just passing our children. I think one of the things that we learned the most, um, especially from my dad, was work hard. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Today he works so hard. Like um, he'll wake up at four o'clock in the morning and be back at that home at ten in the evening. And you would think he'll go back to like he'll go to sleep, but he doesn't. He's just he's, he's always working. Yeah, he's always constantly working. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, it's a value discipline. Stuff. Yeah, with it. Yeah, your dad is literally number one hustler. Like I think growing up, like. When every I remember when we were in school, after school we'll go and go to your dad's um we'll go to like the internet cafe and your dad lived upstairs, the internet cafe and we'll go and chill. But every single time he had a different business. He had this business and then that business and then Madeline always used to come to school because we were in the same year and Ebeth was two years above us or um yeah, so two years above us. And every time they used to come to school they had a different phone. And back then, having like a Nokia 6210 or having those, like no one had phones back then, but they always had phones and they're like, yeah, my dad gave this to me. My dad gave this to me. Yeah, my dad gave me a new phone. And yeah, it's true because like your dad is such a hustler, massive hustler. And Ebeth is the thing that like you, you're definitely, you've got your dad's hustler spirit. You always have something different. She was selling a cat the other day. She saw the dog. What else were you selling? Like, food. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely do have that from my dad. And it's so funny because I feel like I married someone like my dad. Yes, <laughs> yes. your husband is that. Yeah, he's the husband as well. So when I'm like, oh, can we do this? He will be the first one to be like, okay, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> I think between you, even before you started the Slash business, between you and your husband, you had like a few businesses going on anyways, on top of your, your job. Like, if you invite us to your house and you make a, some delicious food, people are like, you can sell this, you know. <laughs> you can sell it for this amount of money. And if you want, I can be the Uber man to drop it off. Like, he's always trying something. And he reminds me of my dad in that way because my dad was definitely taught us, like, don't, um, make sure you earn your money. Yeah. But then before you had kids, so before you were parents, think back, what career did you actually want to go into? And um, what was, and now you have a child, did that change? Or are you kind of still in the same career that you've always wanted to be in? Um, well, when I was, before I had kids, I wanted to be a vet. And even after I had my firstborn and him, um, 
I still wanted to be a vet and I went to school um to college to do animal care and when I cut up the frog I never went back (laughs) (laughs) I'm too skimmish I can't deal with like the blood this is not for me so then I tried um law which I really enjoyed um legal secretary and then I tried um business and admin and then I became a payroll and compliance coordinator, which combined all all of what I was learning in college. So I really enjoyed that. And I thought I'll be doing that. But then I found lashes. <laughs> and then uh, Madeleine, like obviously, since I've known you, you've always wanted to do something in beauty, whether it was nails or lashes. You even had a, you know, a, a time where you actually went to beauty school. So what made you actually want to stick to that? Like, obviously, now you've, you've gone into lashes. Like, did you always... Is that always been at the back of your head that you've always wanted to do something in beauty or has things kind of, or circumstance or having a children changed your career path? Mm, well, I've always wanted to do beauty, but I stopped because I wanted to also get into the business administration side of things. Um, and then I did an apprenticeship in business administration. Um, so I think while being off, I think it was maternity leave, um, I actually decided, yeah, I really wanted to get into beauty again. So it was like, that's when the lash idea came in. I thought, no, I really want to do it. I, I mean, I did a little bit in school when I was in beauty school. Um, so I just had a passion for it because I do enjoy beauty and everything about it. But then obviously I still have, I'm still, I still have the career in um what's it called in business yeah so you want to kind of do both so still have your beauty but still kind of pursue a career in business as well but to be fair that will go hand in hand now you're starting a business in beauty so okay now you have radiant lashes now talk me through the step-by-step um things you had to go you had to actually do in order to start this business like who came up with the idea who came up with Raylin did you have to put any money behind it um did you have to find a location like talk me through kind of the step-by-steps that you had to go before you actually launched it because <laughs> I know because I know this is like a few years coming yeah it's been years since we wanted to do yeah. it well we've been doing like our we've been getting lashes done for over five years which is where it all began um and we just love how getting our lashes done will make us feel and just leave our house with no makeup um and still have lashes and feel fine so um we we started off there and then I, I told my sister I want to start. I want to do lashes on on people, and she she also was was like, oh, well, I I've also wanted to do. At this point, we didn't even tell we each, never other. Told each other. Yeah, our interest. We just always got our lashes done and always said how much we love it. Um, so when we both said that, it was almost like we had no choice but to do it together because I wouldn't see the point of doing it separate. Especially yeah. because we were both so passionate about it. Um, so that's where it all started. As soon as we said that, we said that I think about two times. And then my sister started looking for the courses, Maddie, um, and found them. And she's like, right, we're going to like pay for this course and we're going to do it. But then how is that important? Like that, you, so you sh- if, if, for example, if someone wanted to start a beauty, beauty business, you would tell them don't skip 
the step of you know educating yourself like really do go to the courses does that really help you guys yeah definitely there's so many things that like you can't really do lashes without doing an actual course you can guess you can like teach yourself of to do fans and um things like that but it's important because there's some things that you don't learn just by yourself it's good to know about the health and safety side there's just there's so much into um the lash industry not just applying lashes on so it was very important to go um to do a course and obviously you need certificates and then after after doing the course you can't get you can't be um be insured yeah which is very important so when we do clients you have to make sure you're insured to do the lashes because it's it's your eyes it's very sensitive yeah so then after you did the course, what was the next step? Like, what did you have to do after? Well, at this point, we were just now, like, I guess, like, practicing on people. Um, At this point, we were talking about the future. What did we want? When did we want things by? Um, We just, so we got, what did we do? I think we started to get, like, a few of the, some girls and kept on practicing because you had to practice every single time maybe probably like three times a week every week to make sure that you don't lose it you don't lose the skill and we had we had to go to different courses we had to go for a course on classic courses um russian course um so it was quite a lot of courses we went to and you know it was like a whole day course so it it was a lot but obviously these courses aren't free are they so in terms of the money that you had to put in to your business to set it up did that just came straight out of your pocket or did you kind of raise or in um or crowdfund any money or was it just like you just both of you just put in some of my money from um from what you earn yeah because we work at St. Uh, St. Thomas hospitals um both of us in the same department actually um <laughs> we were able to take it out from our wages and um, when we first did the course to be honest we were we thought oh, this thing for us because we're actually to actually isolate each lash um and put a lash on it, there's just so many things with lashes it's not we thought okay we'll just stick each lash on and each natural lash and that's it but there's so many things that go into lashes that we didn't take into consideration and we wouldn't know until we take the course which is why it's so important people do take the course because it's not just sticking on lashes and on your way um so luckily we we had our wages um in the courses they told us about how much we would need uh, in order to start our lash business but they didn't really go into detail um once you start your business i think it's what you're you kind of learn in the way and there's many things that people don't tell you and you learn for yourself so we we had a rough estimation as to how much it would be at the beginning, which is not how much we spent. <laughs> We've spent, I think, double that just to make sure um, we give such a, a good service in regards to courses. We wanted the best people to teach us. And then from doing courses, it's about material as well. So at the beginning, you're not going to charge anyone because you're practicing on them. But those while while you're practicing it still takes products which um we didn't take into account at the beginning but then did did that did that um almost make you want to give up like okay seeing that you have to do all these qualifications you constantly have to be 
practicing like what madeleine said you can't stop practicing unless you almost lose the skill and the amount of money that you're going to have to put in you mentioned that you put in almost double what you thought so did that put you off in any way or was there any point that you felt like oh you know what i just can't do this anymore i'm just gonna give up and if you did like what made you what made you kind of push past that feeling and continue on um, is I think that comes down to childhood when my dad he would have never let us give up on anything. But we were also lucky to have each other. So the times that I did feel like um oh, this ain't for me, I'll just leave it. My sister would really push me and encourage me to um we just have to go through this in order to carry on. And when she felt low, I did the same. So we were we're really fortunate to have each other doing this in the same business. Yeah, Maddie, what, what, how, what, what was your thoughts like? Did you ever feel like giving up as well? Um, and what made you feel like giving up? Um, yeah, I did. It, I did feel just because I think it, it wasn't what I expected in the beginning. I think it's because we were, we didn't know that much. But I think what what made me probably think twice is the amount of money you put into it and because we've invested quite a lot and it's and you would think you will be shocked if it would tell the amount because it's like it's you people that just start a business you know you don't think they'll spend so much money but we have so we've it was, it was a big shock to us but I think one of the things that probably made me want to give up would probably the amount of time you put into it um but I think that's just, it's hard for both of us. But you know what? My sister's always encouraged me that, you know what, you work hard at the moment, but you'll see um, the benefit later. Yes, exactly. So obviously being away from Anaya quite a lot sometimes, it made me a bit emotional, made me really sad because obviously I didn't want her to forget me. I kept thinking that she may not even know who I am or if she knew who mummy is. And I think that was just very discouraging because I really enjoy lashes. I have a passion for it. But yeah, sometimes I didn't see, um, I didn't get to see her now because at the beginning we worked, I mean, to this day we work really hard. Um, But I think one of the things I've really learned is communicating with my sister and telling her how I feel because she's also a mum. She understands exactly how I feel. Um, so we, I think her encouragement just kept pushing me because it's true. Ebeth is definitely like my dad. My dad won't give up with me. I probably, I'm more of a, like a quitter, but then my sister really pushes me. And then I do just remember, I feel like um, I go through that emotion, but then I get over it quickly um but yeah having the encouragement of a sister does help a lot you know it's actually good to have someone because um i was actually reading something um on so we have a group a a group chat with um, a few women in our church and um just people in general who have businesses and one of the ladies was saying that you know being a ceo of your own business can be very very lonely sometimes so like sometimes when you're doing things by yourself there's so many ideas that I've had or there's so many things that I wanted to do but I just don't I've either I don't do it properly or I just give up really easily because I have nobody kind of encouraging me to say come on we can do it you can do it and for the fact that you both have each other 
is that when one person is low, like like you both said, the other person will pick each other up. When the other one is low, the second person will pick pick the other person up, and it almost will make you succeed faster because you yeah because you never have the you never have a time or you never have a downtime where you where you both aren't feeling it. You both aren't working because the other person will just be like, come on, come on, come on, we can do it, which is really good. But talking about finance, so since you said okay, you've spent so much money on this business. How did you figure out how much to charge people in order to, and okay, how did you figure out how much to charge people and how many clients you need a week or a month in order to see some sort of return in your investment? Um, in order for us to know how much to charge people, we had to take into consideration that as much as we have a passion for lashes, um, we are new to lashing. So we can't be charging what an experienced slash tech who has been doing it for six, seven years, um, be charging the same price as them. Um, and we also had to take into consideration our area. Every area is different when it comes to lashes. Um, London is always more expensive. So our services in general are more expensive. So what helped us a lot is was our mentor as well when we went to our lash course she's she's got a business of her own uh, shop so she was able to roughly tell us how much um we should be charging um to begin with and how much at once we're experienced we should be charging oh so so how did you get to that mentor did you keep her for a long period of time or did you um, is she someone that you kind of go to regularly or was it that like one-time conversation that you had but we still have her we still keep in touch with her not as much as we should do her but it's just because i feel like like you said when you do a business it feels lonely but to to me especially i don't feel lonely i feel like my sister's my mentor because we're just going through um this our time. business together yeah so, so nice <laughs> yeah, you're lucky <laughs> i don't i generally don't feel like i would even do be doing lashes without my sister because um we're so we're like the same people but different versions if that makes sense yeah we're so like we're so different in some ways which is really good because i'm more when I like something, I, I have an obsessive personality and I can't, until I get it, I'm not going to stop, which is good. But I, um, in some cases, you need to take baby steps. Yeah. Sometimes I don't, I run before I crawl. And that's when my sister comes in, she'll pull me back. So she she kind of levels you out. So you guys kind of find the balance in each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because Maddie, she will crawl. For age, she'll be the fat child that's still calling at age two. <laughs> so then I would have to give her a push so it would be perfect balance. So bad. I can't believe you just said that. I'm going to cut that out. Not <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so yes. Uh, so how do you get your clients? Like, have you obviously you've done a lot of social media promotion, but are most of your clients through word of mouth or? Is there other ways that you were able to market and, and promote your business to um, get new clients that you probably don't know personally? Um, um, we've def- it's definitely a lot from word of mouth. Um, but we have, what we've done as well is we've sat down and thought of every sort of way we can promote the business. Um, so we used a lot of the Instagram promotion, you know, a lot of... Um, 
social media is massive for promoting a lot of this and a lot of the business but it definitely has to be a lot of word of mouth from friends family through other people and things like that it's brought a lot of clients um but yeah i think i would say word of mouth and then social media that's but then was it did you have to kind of like okay so were both of you already used to using social media for business or was it kind of new to you did you have to really learn how to constantly update social media how to promote on social media or was it really easy because your instagram page looks really good check it out at railing lashes <laughs> <laughs> well thank you no i feel i don't know i feel like because me and my sister we both did it together i think for me honestly it was a lot hard harder because my sister's really good at it um it was i'm learning from her really i, I couldn't even i didn't even know how to use instagram because of the update i didn't know how to even take a picture um so <laughs> it's i learned a lot um through instagram and, and i know you mentioned earlier you know maddie that it was really hard for you at first because you felt that your daughter wouldn't recognize you when you came home which obviously that wouldn't happen um but how is it like realistically how do you really find the time between okay going to your full-time job then going in the evening to do your lashes then coming home and looking after your husband and your kids yet still kind of remaining sane and having some sort of personal identity Mm, I think for me I, I definitely had to I had to one of the things I had to do was actually stop working one day at work so they class it as part-time but you're still working four days a week so I actually requested to go part-time and have that day just where I can maybe catch up on things at home but mainly it was actually for Anaya where I can have that time for her so because at the beginning it felt like every single day I was lashing every single day I was at work and then you know it was non-stop and I felt like that made it really difficult for me and it was really hard for me to balance everything out especially because I I rarely saw an IR and I didn't and it really made me emotional so one of the things I had to do was to actually step away from um my um my job at St Thomas's and not to be do part-time and just have that time for an IR and sometimes what I have to do as much as I maybe want to um maybe do more lashing in the week or something like that sometimes I actually have to say no and think about my week and be like okay no I need to do this or you know I actually haven't seen an eye this amount or, or Theo or um or I've not done this so that I'm able to do what I need to do just to keep me at balance because you know we're still working from like you know full time really every single day and still doing lashes in the evening and still trying to balance being a wife and a mother so I think sometimes I definitely have to say no be strict with myself yeah and obviously if your kids are a little bit older like is how is it with you is it is it easier because they're kind of a lot more independent they can do they can like sort themselves out feed themselves you know and it's just it's easier because you know um, Angel is twelve and Aiden is five, whereas Anaya is um two. So is it uh, what is it? How is it with you? I think well, it's easier in in some areas, but harder in other areas because um Angel is older, 
but he's at the age where he needs uh, a lot of attention because he's 12 and he's definitely in school. So even though he's independent physically, I feel like um, once they get to like a teenage um, age, they're not as emotionally independent because they do need to speak to you or, or just spend time with you. And and hell, like, in, and we're really like our parents. Then if I don't know your parent, like the his friend's parents, he won't go. So he's mostly at home with um Alex. If it wasn't for Alex, I wouldn't be able to do lashing because he's he's my support system. And how Maddie has to be strict to say no. Um, I have and Alex and my sister have to be like, you can say no to friends, but you can't say. <laughs> so you so you don't say no like you're you're um. You're like me. You constantly want to be working. Like even though you have so many things that you're doing, you just can't stop working. I'm exactly that. That like, um, if a client says, "I want, I want this day," I'd be like, "Okay, so how can I make sure?" It, yeah. At this time on this day, and I will do. I will move so many things around. Be like, okay, now I'm with you. I can see you. But there are times where I have to say no, and and almost put um and the kids first. Even though you always put the kids first, but sometimes it just when you're trying to balance, you you just have to make sure you keep that balance. But I did learn from um, a marriage retreat um, that they, you will have seasons. So you will have seasons where you're just working, 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 and then you will have seasons of focusing on the family, which is not necessarily bad. It's just balancing out your life. Do you know what that is that's true as well that's one thing I learned as well because even because I'm on maternity leave right now and I'm going back to my full-time job soon um but for the first six so I was still freelancing so I still had clients that I was working and consulting with um and I did that all throughout my pregnancy and in my first six months of my maternity leave I was still working like even though I wasn't at my full-time job every day I was working for my clients and I literally had to tell myself that I needed to stop, but it was so hard to say no. Like when people are, when people are messaging you saying, please, I really need your help. And it's like, and especially if it's like a loyal customer, you don't want to let them down. You don't want them to find someone else and then move on. You just kind of say yes and you figure out how to, like what you did. I say yes and I figure out how to do it later. Um, but I literally had to tell myself after six months, because my son was getting to the age where he needed to be stimulated and it wasn't fair that he was at home literally three three days or four days a week so I had to say no and cut off but it was the hardest thing I had I did it was so hard because even now like the other day my, one of my clients um sent me a text was like please Victoria like I have this um thing that I'm launching so you know I really need your help and I'm like I, I, I'm so tempted to be like, yeah, sure, I'll have the call with you, but I know what I'm going to do. Like, once we have that chat, I'll be like, yeah, 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 and I'll make him all these promises, and then I'll have to let him down. So what, what you said is really good. You really have seasons where you, you're going to be working a lot, but you also need to, you know, take a season for yourself, take a season for your family. But how was your husband's reaction when you told them that, okay, this is what we're going to do now. We're going to pursue a career in beauty. Were they kind of supportive or was there kind of some hesitation um well for my part Alex he was beyond supportive but it's because I think it's his hustler side 
because even prior to this opportunity lashing, um, I, I would be like, oh, let's, and we can tell some cats to make money out of this. He'd be like, okay, I'm driving you there. Well, let's go and do it. Or he, he was just so supportive. And even I remember when we went Primark just to buy some little things for Mary's Street, while we were shopping in Primark, I told him, go and look for some shorts for yourself. But instead, he, when I came back, he was just hanging, um, handing out railing lash uh, leaflets. Oh, that is and, so cute! Yeah, he was just telling all the women, <laughs> and, and he's just always like that. And then he was so like, "Oh, me and my missus do lashes," and the girl kind of looked he said, at "You him, and your and his, like, his missus." <laughs> yeah, that's why the girl was like, um, "What?" He's like, "Well, not me. My missus does lashes," <laughs> and then he had to explain himself. Uh, and he, he's always like, um, he, he now knows the terms of our sets now. And so I really like that. And even Aiden, who's only five, he's like, Mom, where are you going? Are you going really lashes? And just to hear that kind of makes things worth doing, just to see how supportive my whole family is, not just Alex, but even my five-year-old is so supportive. So that that's a, a massive help. Aww. Because so- they've taken Theo and Alex have actually taken the role of, the full-time mum really we work from eight to four at the hospital and then from four to nine o'clock we're doing lashes and from that time even though we we sometimes leave um the food ready and stuff like that but if we don't they are more than happy to do something like take away or anything to just make things easier on us yeah, to be honest, they do everything. It's like what they bath the kids, feed the kids, mm-hmm. tell the kids to clean whatever they need to clean, and then just and then when we come home, food's even ready for us, you know. And they just they do take a big role. I think Theo was when I first told him about you know the whole lashes, he was very supportive. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't let me down or anything like that. He was very supportive, very encouraging. I think he showed a lot of his support physically, especially with Anaya. Cause to, to be honest, Anaya actually is with Theo a lot more throughout the week than I am. But normally they're always with the mum, then the dad less in the week, but it feels actually a lot more with her, you know, doing what she needs to do. Cause I work a lot of evenings and obviously during the day. So he's been very supportive. It's oh. funny because me and my sister are very supportive of each other with lashes, um, you know, encouraging each other when we're down. But Alex and Theo have come together uh, really close in supporting each other with the kids. Yeah, they have. Definitely. So they really do work as a team. If um, Alex is, is not able to bring dinner, then Theo will be like, oh, okay, I'll go and get it. Or Alex will be like, I'll cook some rice. Phil will be like, I'll, I'll add some salt to that. <laughs> I was waiting to see what you're going to say, what Phil would do, because I was like, this guy doesn't cook. No, <laughs> no, he just tells no. you, oh, you need to add a little season. <laughs> okay, Alex. <laughs> yeah, so they are really, really supportive. Oh, do you know what? It's been so great having you both on the podcast, because, like, it's you know it's you know when friends become sisters and then you see 
everyone just mature and grow and kind of go through with the different um, evolutions like seeing i remember when you were pregnant with um angel i remember when angel was born i remember you know all of us kind of always being there with you at your mum's house um looking after angel with you as well i remember when you both got married when you had your children and now you have this business it's, it's actually so great to see your friends kind of just killing it and just being successful which is why i thought you know you guys would be great to be on this but if you had to kind of describe your whole journey of motherhood, having a business, if you had to describe it in three words, what would it be? Eber, if you go first, <laughs> put you on the spot. You have two uh, minutes to think. Will be um, an adventure. Oh my gosh. Sleepless. <laughs> what was that? What's the second one? Sleepless, is that a word? Sleepless. Oh, I said meatless. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, sleepless. And the third one would be worth it. I mean, that's two words, but... Yeah. Worth um, it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> um, my one, I would say... It's definitely... You took my word, adventurous. Fun. And... Yeah, I think adventurous. I had it in my head. Adventurous, fun. And... Um, emotional. <laughs> that that literally describes both of you. It's the the words describe both of you exactly. Uh, but yeah, thank you all. Thank you, ladies, for being on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this podcast. If you've made it to the fortieth minute, then thank you. Um, we will the podcast will be available to listen to and to stream on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, and on SoundCloud. Make sure you tune back in next week. We'll be releasing a podcast every week. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Follow us on all those channels so that you can get all the notifications once we release a new episode. And also you can follow Raiding Lashes. They're on Instagram at Raiding Lashes. And also you can have a look at their website, RaidingLashes.com. Raiding is R-A-E-L-Y-N-N-E and Lashes.com. Um, so feel free to have a look at their services. New clients. How would you say? We have our 30% off for all our new clients. Yeah, make sure you jump on that. You can you'll never ever find an offer that good. So 30% off for all new clients. They're based in London. So anyone in the London area, make sure you check them out, check out their website, check out their Instagram and book online and you can get 30% off. Um but yeah, thank you ladies and thank you all. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you.